Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, featuring fresh and lively commentary on all things Primal, including Q&A sessions with Primal Blueprint founder, Mark Sisson, special guest interviews hosted by Mark Sisson, and conversations with Primal Blueprint authors and other health and fitness experts. The show is presented by Damage Control, Master Formula, the world's most potent multivitamin, mineral, antioxidant, anti-aging supplement. Available at primalblueprint.com. Past episodes are available for download or to review written summaries at blog.primalblueprint.com. And now, introducing your host, L. Russ. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we have a husband and wife team, Cindy Liu and Earl Martin, who founded Malibu Essential Oils. And after experiencing really profound personal benefits, they led them to become internationally certified aromatherapists. So welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, all. Thank you. There's actually a lot of things that you guys do and are involved in that I really like what's going on here. So Earl, um, I'm going to briefly mention, we can always touch on it later, but you've been involved with some amazing comedies. You've been a post-production sound mixer for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wilfred, hilarious. If anyone has not seen that, Check out at least the pilot episode because that is a, such a trip and also the league. So you've done, you know, a lot of fun stuff there. And then Cindy, you, you wrote this great little guide that is such a, would actually be like a really cute gift to anyone on, you know, like a Valentine's day or just a friend, a girlfriend who's single, um, called the four man plan, uh, where you, uh, sort of do a love coach thing and, and you are a love coach and have, um, also spent 20 years as a professional performer. So you guys have been involved in a lot of stuff, but let's talk about what what path led you then now to get into your business, which is Malibu Essential Oils. And I love the kit you sent me and um, you're always at our farmer's market. And so, you know, you just have an amazing selection of blends that you guys are master blenders and do your own thing. Um, but, you know, getting certified as an aromatherapist, I mean, that's a big step to take in that direction. It's not just like, oh, we're going to start a business. Um, how did that come about? Uh, well, I actually wandered into a class at the Malibu Healing Center, and uh, that was being taught by a naturopathic doctor, uh, Jeanette Franson, and um, a woman named Courtney Parkinson, who's an LMFT. And at that moment, our dog had recently passed away. And so I was very depressed and I was also wearing two wrist braces because I had been ambulating him with a harness, um, taking him on walks, you know, basically carrying him. So my wrists, my wrists had also uh, just kind of stopped working on me. And so I wandered in and they put some things on me for the pain and also for my grief. And I left that class feeling so much better. I was... I was intrigued because up until that point, I had no real um, benefits from essential oils. I wasn't terribly interested in them. So that's how it started. And I ordered a lot of oils. <laughs> and then I then I told Earl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, then you got roped into it. So I, how'd I, you come on board? <laughs> I did. Well, you know, uh, I was I was a little skeptical at the beginning because I was I had always been someone who had been uh, did not like anything scented, so I couldn't have scented you know laundry soap, dish soap. You know, you go to get the car wash, make sure they didn't put you know air freshener in the car. You know, didn't didn't want to be around perfumes. It was you know one of those things you go into a department store, you got to avoid the perfume counter. So all those kind of artificial scents were always, uh, very, you know, upsetting to me. Uh, so I was a little, a, a little, uh, concerned that, you know, we're going to get this big group of scents into the house. But, uh, once, once we got them and I started smelling them, I realized that these were not the same thing. And my gateway into this whole thing was that I had been using, uh, prescription and over the counter, uh, sleep aids, you know, um, so I was basically on sleeping pills for eight years and, you know, buying things at Costco in bulk because we were using them so much. So once I started using the oils uh, to help me sleep, I quickly uh, eliminated those from my regimen and uh, just used the oils. So that was a that was a huge relief. And uh, that was, you know, after that. 
after that, I pretty much was on board. And yeah, it's like pills or a spoonful of lavender. Like, what, like I mean, it just makes right. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's a it's it's an interesting uh, paradigm shift, and that's why when we realized that we were really curious about these oils, we started doing internet searches, and that's just a nightmare. Anybody out there who's trying to Google essential oil usage. I understand what you're going through because it's a world of contradiction. And uh, some- yeah, same with thyroid. It's like the same yeah. uh, misinformation, dis- dissemination of terrible information, misguided stuff out there and mm-hmm. um, probably unnecessary fears too. In certain Exactly. Ways. So it's very similar to that. So I really wanted to go to aromatherapy school so that I could understand the language more. And explore every brand I could and learn the difference between brands. And so we were looking at the aromatherapy certification course and I I said, well, I mean, if one of us should go to aromatherapy school, I think it should be me. And then he said, well, I think it should be me. So, <laughs> so we we both went, and we like to take courses and things. You know, Earl took twenty weeks of cooking courses, and I've done Reiki, my Reiki training with horses, and you know, we alternate back and forth who takes what sort of fun, you know, learning course that we're interested in. And this was the first time we both wanted to take something. I I won on the uh, the primal health coaching. I'm I'm starting that up uh, now. Yeah, that'll be him. Yeah, no, I love that. Now it's led to that. We'll have to get into that too. But I do want to talk a little bit more before we get into the the also health, you know, side health journey. But the essential oils, like some of your master blends, I actually did a little bit of the high on life before we even uh, did this podcast. Me too. <laughs> and uh, oh, did you? <laughs> and uh, then you've got stuff like brain on and you know sex mix and um. But what's really uh, great is you've got these like little travel little mini keychain little kits and they're nice little trier outers and they're so great. And I love your deep, deep sleep one. And they're so yummy. And ever since I've gotten it, it's like, I don't not want it near me. <laughs> I mean, like, I love it. I love it so much, but I do love a lot of your blends are really, really yummy and interesting. And you've also got a thyroid uh, blend, which, you know, so we can get into that in a minute, but both of you have had some thyroid issues uh, come into play in your life. And I know you've got a little thyroid love, like roll on with essential oils that you can like rub, you know, directly on your thyroid. And that would be great for people that are doing everything they can to avoid thyroid hormone and try to get things back in balance and kick into gear as well. Um, to just sort of add some love on that with some yumminess. So, um, yeah, let's get into some of these blend, these blends that you have. Great. Uh, high on life is my favorite. And We do like to make our own blends because it's important to get your hands in there. You know what I mean? It's just like cooking your own food. So although you can get a lot of things pre-made and there are some blends that we love, I think there's something really special about uh, designing blends for yourself and also designing blends for the people that you know and care about. So High on Life, all of these started as things that we made for ourselves. And then we shared them with this person or that person. They go like, well, I want that one, right? So they they really um, are born out of things we make for ourselves or things we make for the people that we know. And so High on Life was mine because I can't have any caffeine. Um, it really agitates me. And we lived in black mold for about seven years, which is sort of started our devolution of health and didn't realize it. And so it began with real adrenal fatigue for me. So caffeine was such a sensitivity that I do the high on life, which is peppermint, um, which is an awakener. I'm sure you experience that, Al. It's very bright and, and really opens up your sinuses and goes straight to the brain. And then wild Perfect wintry too, very wintry. <laughs> and then wild orange, uh, which is a mood lifter and balancer, and then frankincense, which is pretty much good for everything. And it's just three little oils in pretty equal value um, that benefits every single system of the body. So if you're feeling a little bit wah-wah and you don't know what it is, that's a good one to start with. I like it. What about, um, can you tell me what's in the the deep sleep one? That's a yummy one. 
Yeah, that was uh, that. Well, like I said, that was my gateway into it. So when I, I knew, <laughs> the gateway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I first started, um, I I was simply using lavender and vetiver. You know, good good knockout potion with those two. Um, but then, uh, you know, I started just you know once once we learned more about the oils, we went to school, we learned a lot more about different oils and how they work. You know, we we started adding in the Roman chamomile to help quiet the brain. We started uh, adding the Hawaiian sandalwood to uh, bring the you know to help you stay stay asleep, stay grounded. Um, there's some clary sage in there to help with hormonal balance, and and uh, Hawaiian sandalwood is good for male hormones. So there was just it was it was a it was an evolution. So those are those are some of the oils that are in there that really um, make it a, a a good combo. So there's many different types of sleep problems. So some people have trouble falling asleep. Some people have trouble staying asleep. Some people have restless sleep. So we tried to make a blend that would cover all of those different aspects. And whenever we make a blend, we say, does it do the thing with the thing? You know, whatever it is that we intended for it to do, because the oils are seasonal. I mean, ultimately, these are pure plant matter and therapeutic grades. So um, if these companies are dealing with, you know, uh, indigenous farming practices and harvesting practices, it's not all year round that everything's available. So Roman chamomile, the, of the quality that we liked went away for a little while. So we had to adjust the recipe of deep sleep. But as long as it does what we feel like it should do on those levels, then we'll go with it. And it has to be beautiful. <laughs> and it has to be beautiful. I like that. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> you actually are practically neighbors of mine, we discovered recently. Yeah, um, we are. Even though we're talking over Skype right now. Um, you know, we can probably look out the window and see where you're pretty at. Pretty much. I mean, uh, it is so beautiful where we live. I just want to take a moment to say that. Um, I can see how inspiring your environment is to create such blends and be in this sort of uh, business. Yeah, well, we started out, uh, when we started the company, we were living in Malibu, um, right near right near the water, uh, just across uh, the Pacific Coast Highway from the from the beach. And uh, that was... Right, right near all the mold? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, well, this, this was... Uh, the mold, the mold issue was when we were uh, more in the city. So uh, we felt uh, much better when we moved to Malibu with the fresh ocean air and all that. You know, walking on the beach every day was a was a big benefit for our health. And so that was, you know, part of our motivation for naming our company Malibu Essential Oils because it really is a, a beautiful uh, environment to be in. And you said actually you recently ran into, or you were stand-up paddling and ran into Mark Sisson paddling. <laughs> that's that's right. I, I've I've seen him out there a few times now. Uh, yeah, he's always uh, he's always uh, a great guy to see out there paddling around. He's uh, you know just always looks like he's just in the best mood of anyone I've ever seen out there, <laughs> and uh, you know big smile on his face and cruising along. So yeah, it's it's really fun to be in that sort of environment. Yeah. And we all, I mean, I met you sort of accidentally. I was just at the farmer's market at your booth and like loving all of your oils. And then Cindy mentioned something to my friend. You just said the word primal. You weren't even talking about primal blueprint or primal food. You were just using that word in a sentence describing the oil. Something about, Oh, like this primal, it, you know, it relates to this primal something. And then I said primal and I opened up my jacket and showed you like my primal blueprint shirt yeah. and you were like, are you L? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and so that was hilarious. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then, uh, and you were well disguised with your sunglasses. I on. was totally, yeah. I was like, I had just gone on a, a track workout with a friend of mine and we were just stopped at the farmer's market afterwards. So I was, I'm sure like hair in the bun and like, yeah, totally on the under. Um, but yeah, that was sort of an accident. I'm so glad too, because I love the essential oils and, and things that you gave me are so wonderful, but also did not know and learned at that time. And let's get into this a little bit. Uh, Earl, you are going down the path of the primal health coach program. I am. What got, had you, both of you even stumble upon ancestral paleo primal sort of way? We actually got the book years ago um, when we when we lived in Malibu, so probably four or five years ago. I had always experimented with low carb eating because it did make me feel better. You know, back in the day in the '90s, I did Atkins, 
So that made me feel better, but it wasn't sustainable and it didn't feel balanced to me. So I'd sort of yo-yo back and forth in and out of that. And then when I saw Mark's book, I thought, oh, well, this is a really great explanation of why it works for me, why I tend to feel better. And so I was really attracted to that. We have a couple of the cookbooks, um, but you know how things go when you start to feel better. I, I got cocky and I would go back and forth onto carbs and, and gluten because, you know, I like me some cake and I like some sandwiches. So this last time I fell off the wagon was pretty rough on me. And so I really got back in October and it was such a quick turnaround from feeling pretty lousy to feeling much better that Earl and I were both like, we really need to do this all the time. Like we need to stop messing around and and just take this a little more seriously. And what we know about the essential oils is, you know, as much as primal is very much about that understanding that primitive body and that it takes so long for our bodies to evolve and that we have something simple called the, you know, parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, which is an on off switch. So it's going from that hunter mentality into the gatherer mentality. So it's just a simple switch that goes on and that our primal bodies understand. I think that might've been what I was talking about when we were chatting. Oh, right, right. I just caught wind of the, I just heard the word primal and peeked in and started <laughs> dropping. Um, what about, what about you, Earl? Well, actually, and you know, we can combine this conversation because both of you now are actually sort of forced, no matter what, no choice sort of into this, right? Because of yeah. the yeah. healing nature of it helping you both with some thyroid issues um, and some antibody issues. But before you mention that, Earl, let us know how you as well kind of came across, or I mean, obviously you're together in this, it seems on, on a lot of stuff, which is really great. It's really nice to see a couple who is going along the same journeys or when someone has to get on a certain journey, it's like, Hey, let me see if that might be right for me too. And, and it seems like everything's worked out for both of you. So I just think that's, that's an amazing accomplishment in, in, in life. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was, I was drawn to the, the, the health coaching side of it. I, I really, I really love the you know the the primal lifestyle, all those different aspects, the diet, the exercise, the, the ideas of how th those things are done, but also um, just discovering too through trying to help so many people with the oils. We always say you know there's a there's a wellness pyramid basically where the foundation of that is uh, diet. You know diet, exercise are you know you have to have those two components. Uh, in the right place. Um, otherwise, the the oils just aren't as effective. And we've we've tried helping s uh, some people with them, but they've been resistant to changing their diet or changing their lifestyle uh, in a more positive way. So I really am interested in incorporating them both together, so that I you know that protocols and and just overall uh, wellness is more effective. Um, so I, I really am looking forward to, you know, combining the two together, uh, so that it can really help people on a, on a greater level. And I've seen, you know, my family members who have been resistant to these types of things, you know, some of them have been resistant to using the oils or they, you know, are not choosing the best, uh, you know, dietary, they're, they're pretty much on the standard American diet. So, uh, I'd really like to get a, have a, be able to approach people with a, a much broader um, way to assist them. I really like the uh, the combination too, you know, and sort of providing also this like primal or whole body baseline for then getting the most use and benefit out of, you know, the, the essential oil or really anything that you're doing in life. Yeah. And it, it's really not a big thing. You know, you see now with just the few oils that you're carrying with you. And we always say that the best oils are the ones you have and the ones you have with you if as long as you're using a therapeutic grade, um, because it does, you know, people say, oh, I can't, you know, do a whole nother thing. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Adding the oils takes about, wouldn't you say, three to five minutes a day. 
to do a little bit here and a or little less. bit there. Yeah. <laughs> and it well makes less. a big difference. It really makes a big difference when you have the right nutrition and you're doing the right exercise. It could just compounds those effects. Well, and it is just beautiful and lovely and wonderful. It's just yummy. And, you know, it's so uh, mood enhancing in so many ways, no matter which way you go with it, even if it's like on the sleep end, not just talking about energy, right? Or, or brain on type of stuff. So I, I love essential oils in general. And so it was honestly also just like wonderful for me to stumble upon you because it was, it was sort of like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I love, I love this whole genre and I kind of haven't had any around for a while. And so, you know, it's kind of like jumping back in there. Um, so both of you now are kind of dealing with some Hashimoto's issues, you especially oral. And so for you, it's a grain-free program for a while. It is. Um, and have you both experienced, uh, you know, what being fat adapted feels like? Um, oh yes. Yeah. I I love it. So I was going to mention that. Go ahead. Oh, we actually worked a 12 hour day on Sunday and both of us left the house and had just grabbed a sausage (laughs) and left the house. And at the end of the day, after 10 or 12 hours, we hadn't had a chance to eat, but neither one of us had been hungry. Okay. Isn't that amazing? And I was going to mention that actually it's funny use of that because, and I forgot to mention this earlier, you're not just a post-production sound mixer. You are an Emmy nominated post-production sound mixer, but those are long days too, man. That's a lot of like dark, long days. And I'm sure what you've seen people consume just every couple hours, someone's jamming an Oreo and getting a Coca-Cola and then the sustainability. And I have a, another friend who's super primal, who's in the industry and he's a boom operator on, um, you know, the James Corden show. And so he's standing and he's, Uh you know, active for long periods of time. And those are long days and it's essential for him to be primal. So I would love to hear, you know, your angle on that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a huge benefit uh, when you're, I mean, you sit for long hours, lots of times, you know, you're sort of, you're having to deny other uh, bodily functions, while, if, especially if you're in a room with a bunch of producers sitting behind you, you know, and you're under the gun to get something done. They don't say, oh, well, let's all take, you know, let's all take 20 minutes, have a bathroom break, go get something to eat. They're, it's just go, go, go. So uh, it really is critical uh, to be able to have uh, sustained energy throughout the day, and then you know you walk out into the snack area, and it's not uh, it's not a very healthy selection. You know, it is it is it is carbs, it's sugar, it's caffeine. Um, not that I'm not that I'm a huge uh, you know I, I like coffee. I drink you know I drink my coffee in the morning, but uh, you know still it's one of those things when you're when you're having to use that stuff to maintain your energy levels because you're, um, you know, you're, you're on a, a sugar burning, uh, system. It's not, it's not great. Your body goes through a lot of, uh, ups and downs that way. Yeah. You're going to blow out some adrenals. If you're drinking coffee all day long, you know, and get into those yeah. kicks and you're just bound for, for a problem and just so acidic and bad for the gut too. After a while, yeah. Yeah. You know, it just gets gross. Um, one of our goals, one of our goals, L, is to actually bring because we've worked in the industry and we've been on those sets and we've seen all of it. We'd really love to bring oils, a pop up oil well, as I like to call it, in onto sets. And we've done it for we did it for Wilfred um, to give the cast and the crew an option besides just cappuccinos and sugar to keep themselves going, you know, and have something there with oils so they can pick themselves up and keep going that way. I love that. And now we just need to get Primal Kitchen into craft services so that... Right? What a Um, great combo that would be. Yeah. Gosh, because you're right. The choices are pretty brutal Mm -hmm. and it's all carby. Um, Cindy, let's talk about your internationally acclaimed book, The Four Man Plan. Uh, Your sort of love coach romance, uh, really funny. You're basically like, um, I'm Chinese. We're good at math. And here's the science on it. (laughs) And you break it down. It's very funny. And it's a, it's a great little book. That's like, Hey, you know, if you're single and you're looking for that, um, how did, how did that come to be? And let's talk about, you know, love coaching. Uh, you know, love's my favorite thing. I really, I love love. It's, it's something that I'm fascinated by. And now I'm so focused on body love. Right. But at the time when I was in my twenties, I was such a disaster. I sum it up as I sucked at love. Right. And I wanted to find a method for myself that wasn't so insane. So I engaged my mind in the process of 
dating and stumbled upon a graph and some systems that were basically the opposite of everything I would normally do. And it turned into the four-man plan, which turned into a one-woman show, which turned into a book um, that has, uh, it's now out in seven different languages. But the curious thing about that really related to what we're talking about is I was at the absolute height of my career when that came out. Um, I had a TV deal in, in the works and the film people interested. My one woman show was sold out. Random House published my book and I was too sick to follow through on my career at that time. So that's kind of the heartache of that one. I feel the pain because I, you know, I lost about six to seven years to hypothyroidism combined and, uh, you just don't get it back. And, no, you know. and I'm coming out of it now. And the nice thing is at the time the four man plan came out, it was ahead of its time because it is about teaching women how to date multiple men and turning that into a process of self evolution and self examination and self love. Um, instead of waiting to find that one guy, you know, and sort of taking that process and saying, Hey, I'm the common denominator. If I have to date 20 guys, it's still just me involved in every single one of those relationships. So it's less focused on the men and more focused on yourself and how you make choices and how to get the reactions um, that you want from men and also looking at your own patterns and behaviors. So I think now it's more relevant than it was before because everyone's multi-dating by default because now online dating is just so readily acceptable that now is the time for my book to really blossom. And I've, I've got some interest in it again. I feel like once my health came back to me, all of that is rushing back as well. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Well, you know, sometimes you've got to go, right? Life throws you these detours and you realize later that you know, it's a detour you're glad you didn't miss. I'm so glad it happened to us at that time. I was 37 then and was begging to die. I mean, I would lay in bed for 20 hours a day and I was even wearing adult diapers in bed because I was in so much pain and, and so exhausted that I couldn't always make it. And was that from pure adrenal exhaustion combined with what mold toxicity? I mean, what was that? What knocked you out that badly? It must have been that, right? At the time, we weren't getting we weren't getting the proper diagnosis. They kept telling me that I was crazy, so they would give me Xanax and Classic. Ambien, and I said, you know, when you tell me that I'm crazy and not sick, that's what makes me crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's felt- very akin to someone. That's very akin to someone being like, well, someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and you're like, you know what? I didn't, but now that you said that, I'm kind of ticked off. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> mad. And so I would get I would get agitated in my doctor's uh, appointments because I said, you know, I'm actually a pretty happy, balanced person that wants and chooses joy. So for me to feel this badly is not it's not something I want, and it's not in my head, you know. And so I tried their methods for a while and I finally found somebody that was a holistic doctor that did a saliva test that showed me my adrenal issue. So that was the beginning of me going like, I see, I can't actually use the medical model because medications make me worse. Right. And no medication is actually going to solve the adrenal problem unless it is at such a point where a person needs to take HC and that's very rare. Other than that, it actually really is herbal and plant formulas and proper nutrition and lifestyle that combined do it. And, you know, we toss around words like lifestyle change, like they're not absolutely shattering to the very carefully placed ego structures that we have. So for me to give up my BMW and my acting career and my book that's about to be published to save my own life was not an easy thing and something that without Earl and his sort of, he really had to tell me as I was laying in bed in the fetal position in complete darkness, trying to negotiate with people about whether I could do eight performances of my one woman show or six performances of my one woman show was ridiculous. You know, so he had to tell me like, you need to do zero performances. (laughs) Yeah. Go, go Earl because so right. And that is, uh, you know, a lot of people listening are either going through that or understand what that's like. And once you're out of it, it's wonderful. And I know you're halfway or 90% there, but 
it's that 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 is such a dark place and it is so common for doctors to just patronize and discredit any doctor who says anything's in your head you run and you do whatever you can to find the most integrative holistic doctor who's going to spend some time with you and start to investigate. And even if they're not the end result of your doctor, at least you're starting the path of investigating things outside of this realm of just getting a prescription from a doctor who saw you for 15 minutes and they tell you you're crazy because they test your thyroid wrong or they're not you know, looking at other things like mold or other things that could be causing symptoms. And they're saying, I've done all this basic work, blood work on you that I learned 40 years ago. And all this stuff says you're fine. It's like, yeah, but there's a whole bunch of stuff over here that is going to tell you that I'm dying. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I'd like to know that stuff, you know? And I'm just glad it happened to me then. And I've, I've taken these 10 years with Earl to explore a lot of modalities. I would never say it was just the oils. I, you know, we moved, I quit my career. I did acupuncture, chiropractic, Qigong, meditation, you know, Reiki. I mean, every, every possible outlet, diet changes, you know, sleeping for long hours. All of these things are what have contributed to our wellness. And I think that, um, people really need to also not just not listen to only their doctor, but we live in a culture that says things like no pay, no gain and mine over matter. And those are also really dangerous as well. Well, we, you know, when we touch in the primal blueprint or just, you know, on these podcasts about chronic cardio, you know, and those kind of things, right. You know, that's sort of in that same, mm-hmm. no pay, no gain, push it hard, push it to the limit. You know, that's what Mark talks about when he was younger. He's like, Hey, you know, the whole paradigm then was the more hours you clock, the longer you run, the harder you hit it, the faster your heart rate, the healthier and longer you'll be, you know, you'll live. And that's just, um, that's a false paradigm, you know? Yeah. Just yesterday I was, uh, I was, you know, had a, uh, essential oils set up at a, at a gym and, you know, watching, uh, right across from the cardio room where they're in there with the, the fast, uh, you know, dub music going or whatever the, the particular music is that they're playing and people just, running around like uh, crazy people in there. And it, you just sort of sit there cringing going, you're not servicing yourself very well, but you can't really say anything because they're not asking. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually um, joined a new gym recently and I took a, a couple of the classes and I <laughs> took this one class and I mean, I'll give it to all of the awesome older people in there who were going through this, but it was like a cardio kickboxing class. And the thing is that there's nothing wrong with that. But, and I'm extremely coordinated and athletic, but it was so fast. It was beyond belief. And I was like, this is just not even how a body is supposed to be. <laughs> like like no, after yeah, about please. 20 minutes, I was like, I kind of have to go because I know beyond what I'm going to be doing in the next half an hour is just probably damage. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I have to get out of here. <laughs> this is too intense. You know, it was intense upon intense. There's intensity and then there's a whole another level. And this was like kind of outside the bounds. I was like, this could be a high intensity class still if you just took it down like half a notch. It's just too crazy. The muscles can't even, you know, and also the brain too. It was it was disconcerting for the brain. And I'm a multitasker and a fast talker. So, you know, it's not like this is foreign to me, but it it felt wrong. And I was like, I'm out of here after 30 minutes, <laughs> you know? Well, and and that's really you being tuned in to your body enough to know it felt wrong. And that's that's really what I try to teach people, you know, and when I do love coaching, I start with how's your relationship with your body? Because to be frank, most of us are, you know, can I say like we're assholes to our body? You know, we make it wait to eat. We make it wait to go to the bathroom. We don't drink enough water. We push it beyond its limits. And then we take it to these workouts, right? So I just think that there's a self-love component there that is an ability to just listen when it says, hey, how about a nap? Or maybe this is too hard. Or, you know, we just don't, we don't listen enough. Yeah, we, and we don't, you know, we ignore signals. I mean, I remember when I used to belong to a gym when we lived in Culver City, I used to go to these classes and the music in there was so loud. I used to wear earplugs as a sound mixer. I would like, well, I've got to protect my ears. That should have been a warning signal right there. That if, if, if it's that loud and it's that intense, you're, you're putting your body into, you know, the sympathetic nervous system is just going nuts already. Plus, you know, all the fast movement. 
So, but again, you know, we, we, we are told that these are the, these are the things that are so-called healthy. You've got to get your heart rate up to these ridiculous levels for long periods of time to, to get healthy. And it's just not true. Yeah. It's just also, we're so lucky to live in a place where we can do a lot of leisurely walking and hiking in nature that has such a great combination of, you know, um, positivity boosting slash, you know, just all of the smells and sounds and, you know, so lucky mm-hmm. to be able to take sort of like long walks and things like that outside. And it's a little tougher when you live in a place like downtown Chicago or, you know, somewhere you're just yeah. in my hometown where you're jacked and, you know, eight months out of the year, it's tough to bundle up, get in the snow, get in the car, then get into a gym, then take all that stuff off, then put on the, I mean, you know, it is a project and it involves tons of sleet and junk all over you. I mean, it's just like a dirty, yeah. uh, cold nightmare, and it's tough. It takes a lot more willpower. And what those people could achieve with just diet, you probably could stress out a lot, a lot less. You know, even yeah. and, you know, we have a rebounder. We have a we have a little trampoline that's three feet around that folds up and rolls away, and that's what I do on these. I know, you know, it's easy to say because we live in such a beautiful environment, but it's been raining a it's lot. Cold today. I'm cold. Are you guys cold? <laughs> and it's cold. So I just roll out my little rebounder and I jump up and down on that thing for 20 minutes. And that's my workout, you know, and it's right there at home and it didn't take any electricity. There's, we just have to be creative, you know? Absolutely. And, um, have you, so Earl, have you started the coaching program yet? Have you actually like delved into it or have you not jumped into the modules yet? I haven't jumped into the modules yet. I, I've just listened to the, the, uh, the two hour intro, uh, just describing, uh, the modules and the process. So I'm looking forward to getting started on that, uh, pretty quickly here. I cannot wait to hear your feedback on that. And then to see if Cindy is going to jump on board, see if you can get her. Oh, no, I'm, you know, <laughs> that, like I said, aromatherapy was unusual that we actually both did it. That and I think scuba diving where I made Earl take my test for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, he didn't. He did my homework. I took my own I'm like, test. good luck underwater. And that <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, that's not a test I would want someone to cheat on for me because I've taken no. that test. And I don't know. That's pretty sketchy. <laughs> well, you know, I took, like I said, it's like the SATs. I didn't really study, but somehow I passed. That's that Asian thing. <laughs> well, you know, in those tests, actually, I'm just going to say right now, my SATs, horrible, horrible. Every standardized test like that, I did better in college and in life than most people who scored very high in those tests. Those tests are about really being able to take those tests. It is so <laughs> specific. It's so yeah. specific. Yeah. And I took the LSAT um, a couple of times. And that test, too, is funny because so the, there are like extreme logic problems on that test, which are not foreign to me because I have a degree in philosophy and we would do that. So they'd have this like really complicated logic problem. But if you really broke it down, you'd have to solve it in one minute. And you're like, never am I going to be in court and a judge is going to be like, you have to solve this in one minute. Go. <laughs> There's four maids. They each clean rooms, right. A through B. You're like, oh, my God. So I just never see those as a measure of intelligence, right? They're a measure of a specific kind of intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's a total tangent. But um, that was such you- a tangent. <laughs> Sorry, but what would you like to, um, like what's going on in life now or what are some new pursuits other than the primal, um, health coach program, Earl, what else do you guys have going on and tell us how we can learn more about your products and you and, um, et cetera. Well, we're, we're branching out more, you know, we've, we're, we're reaching out to other markets. Uh, we, we have uh, a nice, uh, team of people that are working with us now that are people that are really interested in in exploring the oils and sharing the oils. And so, you know, we're going to be setting up in different locations, uh, other people that are going to start doing the farmers, other farmers markets in other locations, you know, doing, going to spas and gyms and those kind of things to find another avenue uh, for people to get exposure to it. And we're getting great response. Um, it's It's great to be able to start out people very slowly on very, with very small quantities, you know, like your kit or the, you know, the, the little tiny bottles that we have where people can just get a taste of it. So many people, uh, are, are looking for alternative ways to stay healthy and are a bit disgruntled with the, uh, the standard, you know, uh, healthcare models and, and not having much success. Um, so they're, and they, and they really want to have, be empowered with their own health, which is something that they you know, the, the, our, again, our standard model is that you go to a doctor, they tell you what you need and you're supposed to follow a protocol rather than, you know, 
trying to improve your health uh, on your own or at least uh, finding some relief uh, in a natural way? And I would say that um, we're just taking a lot of steps to educate people. Right now, you can throw a rock and hit someone that can sell you therapeutic grade essential oils. And they're especially if you live in Southern California. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody go like, oh, I can get you that. I can get you that. And being able to get you the oil versus being able to educate you on how to choose the right oils for you, your conditions, your lifestyles, how to use those both, you know, uh, through aromatics, through topical, and through internal usage, which is getting more and more popular, but people are uh, frankly nervous about it, which I don't blame them, and also uneducated, you know. So there's this very American point of view on oils now, which is just use a ton of this stuff, you know, and we really teach about what a quarter of a drop, what a half drop can do. In your kit of two mil bottles, right? Those are five eighths drams. There's a hundred doses in, I believe it's like a 16th of an ounce. Right. right. So yeah. at that no, point, you, there, even the little tiny bottles, there's, it goes such a long, there's so much. It's for so what it, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that kit, if you used it every single day, twice a day should last you a month to two months. Right. And we encourage people to do a little bit more often. We teach people how to blend for their kids, for their animals. You know, we do a class every week if we can. So that's really the difference with us is that we're really promoting education and we're also training essential oil mentors so that those people can feel confident out in the world teaching other people how to do it. I love that. And it's MalibuEO.com for essential oils. And that's also your handle on Instagram and everywhere else? or uh, Yeah, so far. We're just sort of getting our, our bearings with uh, social media. So yes, that is our I think, handle. I think we're Malibu Essential Oils on Facebook. Okay. Yes, on Facebook, we're Malibu Essential Oils. And we have a club where people can join and come to some more private meetings that we don't open to the public. And we're also always looking for team members that are excited to share. That is so great. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. And I look forward to, you know, hearing about both of your journeys with what's going on with health and also the Primal Health Coach program. Sure. Oh, I, I, I have one more question for you, Al. Yeah. Uh, when I think it was, was it Adam and Vanessa that you had on? Is that? Yes. Thing? Adam and Vanessa Lambert. Yeah. From Be the wellness. I think you mentioned something about uh, a mountain lion. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. That's how you brought that up because actually what my doctor, Dr. Gary Forsman on my book, the paleothyroid solution, what he suggested for me was to start off with lavender essential oil internally, these pills. Mm-hmm. Now, I love lavender anyway, and I wasn't afraid of it. And what was great is he said, one of the side effects might be lavender burps. And I was like, that's lovely. I welcome that. <laughs> and it did happen a couple of times. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I I am amazing. I just had a lavender burp. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a mountain lion incident. And, you know, you live, like, less than probably half a mile away from me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm a 150-pound mountain lion, likely this one mountain lion, they're all pretty much tagged and collared in uh, the Santa Monica Mountains here, right. uh, is named P45, and he has been wreaking havoc all over our neighborhood yep. uh, for the past year, sport-killing animals, like one night killed 10 alpacas, but right. then like, yeah, we didn't know about eat them. any of them, <laughs> so, so it's like having a, a, something's off with it, right? So it comes um what the what happened was is four in the morning, my whole neighborhood, which you know it's dark and we're in the middle of the woods here uh it probably woke everyone up was this sound of the mountain lion slamming against my door uh-huh. and what we later figured out was that my neighbor's cat was probably likely in front of my door, and the mountain lion bolted to you know get it and skid and just smacked into my door okay. so the, that was the first, like, woke everyone up because it sounded like a car crash or something falling. Like, it was really loud in this neighborhood. Oh, my God. And then the whole chase happened around my cottage and the mountain lion then was on my roof. And then it, it gave the horrible scowl. And then, of course, talking with neighbors the next few days, they all heard it or, you know, some one of their family members had heard it. Um, it was just really horrific. And I was really stressed out. Talk about adrenaline. I have a Fitbit and I, my heart rate went up to like 160 in like a second. Oh, I, and oh. it remained that way 
for hours and I couldn't get to sleep. So that was four, four in the morning the first night. Then the second night, there was like a coyote attacking event and my the neighbors next door have horses and their horses were screaming. And I'm like, come on, it's back. What? No. So I didn't know. <laughs> so I was like thinking, oh my God, this thing is stalking me. So anyway, I happened to see the doctor the next week and I was just like a frayed mess with like very freaked out, barring my door every night. I finally got an electrician to install some floodlights and some timers and motion detectors outside of my place because it's so dark. And so I was really in this crazy hyper adrenaline, adrenaline state of fear for literally seven days. I was a mess. I mean, I just was so shaken up by this. Now I know that it wasn't personal, but it felt personal <laughs> because what kept replaying in my mind was the mass and the weight of that animal. And yeah. it's, mm-hmm. and it's a lot bigger than me. And so, and also just the stories, right? And so then actually the next night there was a town meeting right in our neighborhood. And like, yes, save the cat. I right, save the cat. So, mm-hmm. so then now the, the farmer said, okay, well, I got the kill license, but I'm not going to kill it. I don't know if they've captured it yet and I haven't seen any news, but at least I got the uh, lighting situation kind of worked out where it feels a lot safer and better for me to enter and exit, you know, my place at night, but it was such a sketchy thing. And I didn't want to do something like Xanax, even though most people would have gone for that. And it was an option, you know, that of course my doctor who's still a Western doctor is to some degree is going to say, Hey, but I said, let me try something natural first. You know what I mean? And so he gave me the lavender essential oil and, you know, I stuck with that. And I don't think if I had had the Xanax or not, that my stress would have been less for that first seven days because it's just an initial shock. But I really liked the fact that there was another option there. And um, the lavender burps were wonderful. So (laughs) we do teach people how to create internal capsules for themselves. And uh, that's where vetiver might have helped too, because vetiver is nature's tranquilizer. Oh, so if if you're not, you know, if you're in that heightened state, and that's why it can be used for sleep. If you're kind of just a little agitated, it'll help you sleep. If you're highly adrenalized, it might help calm you down in combination with the lavender. Nice. But those are the types of things we like to teach people. What's the safe way to do those? Yeah, these um these were from a company that, you know, already had them created, but um Oh great. But I felt like, you know, hey, I wanted to try that and I do feel it helped and I also had, you know, essential oils and other things and you know, obviously I think uh you know, it was just a, it was a, but it was a crazy disrupt. So anyway, look out, guys, because he's... Oh, our neighbor had it in his yard. Oh, he, really? And, yeah. And he's a, you know, he said he almost pooped himself. He was so <laughs> terrified. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't believe how big it was. It yeah. was right outside his uh, back door. But so for everybody... How did he see it? Was it like early in the morning? Like what, what happened? Uh, I think it was in the morning. Um yeah, it was, it was just, it was out in his backyard. Um, it must've been, you know, hunting something. Uh, but he said he, he looked at it and it looked at him like, what are you going to do? <laughs> so he, he just like stood there and didn't move and was just kind of like, okay. And then, and then it left and he saw it, it jumped over his fence and he said, it just, you know, he's got a six foot fence that it just went over. Like it was jumping up on a curb. You know, it was like nothing. Yeah. You, they say that you have to have literally like eight to 12 foot fence. Otherwise, uh, they're going to get over it. So, yeah. Yeah. This thing. Um, also there was a, a wonderful skid mark in the dirt paw print as well outside my front uh-huh. door. So that was we had there was like all this evidence and then it was like the neighborhood days later just kept giving, you know, so it, it, it cause it, it feels a little bit like, I'm not crazy, right? But there's there's no denying if you've ever heard of the scowl of a mountain lion. Oh yeah. Oh, forget it's it. Horrible. Forget yeah. it. Yeah. It's and really. I've scary. been I've been seeing the the pictures of the paw prints in the you know from the park over here. People out hiking and they take pictures of the paw prints. You know, they are just massive. Massive. And everybody. So in the beginning, we bragged about how beautiful it is to live here, and in the end, we're like, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Well, here's the thing: it's terrifyingly beautiful. No, it is actually. It, those moments are crazy because it's super primal, right? So at that point, like I'm prey in this. We are prey in this neighborhood. We chose to live here. We're 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 right in the thick of it. And, um, but you know, I think it comes down to, we choose nature, you know, and all of its glory and all of its sort of cautions. And it's a very natural life, you know, we're, we're out here in the middle of it. And we have two big dogs. So we, we feel a little more secure that it's, it's unlikely that a a big cat like that's going to want to come and 
have some have some trouble from from some dogs. Well, I don't know. I don't. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I have friends who live off the grid here, and they said after I told about the mountain lion experience, they said their Anatolian Shepherd, which is like the cheetah mountain lion protecting dog, pinned the mountain lion in a tree. So uh, if that mountain lion was scared enough to not come down from a tree because of a dog. I was like, that's the dog I'm getting. So uh, at some point, yeah. <laughs> if I want to continue living here, um, you know, and that's the only thing about it. But uh, I don't know if you've experienced Hawaii, but one of the things I love about Hawaii is the nature's so beautiful and you do not have to worry because there's really nothing that can kill you. And it's yeah. highly unlikely you'll get trampled by a boar. Um, yeah. So. We love Hawaii. Yeah. But yeah, so, okay, look out for the mountain line. Yeah, boy. And, you know, to everyone who's living in a city right now, have a moment of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just wanted to ask you, so you found the, the lavender to work pretty well for you? Yeah, for that experience it did. And I still have some left over. Like I, you know, have some sort of around and yeah. I didn't need to go to the pharmaceutical situation. Um, yeah. It was there for me if I wanted it, but I, I didn't want to go there. And so I felt like it did, it did help. And what we do try to teach people is that they have a nice pantry of oils in their home for those kinds of situations where you don't have, you know, the luxury of ordering it online and waiting or, you know, going to find a high quality therapeutic grade oil. It's great to have 10 or 12 in your pantry and understand them for that, just that type of situation. I agree. Or any type, right? If you're, you're nauseous or you're sick, some, yeah. anything, it could be, you've got a digest send little one too. And, um, one for pain away and, yeah. you know, some other little great ones in this kit. But yeah, I mean, I love that having sort of like this essential oil, uh, medicinal ish cabinet. We, we tell people to try the oils first. And if you don't feel better in the first two minutes, then you can try the next thing, you know, but if you turn to the oil first, I think people would be surprised how often it can handle things for them. Yeah. I love that. And I love it as a first order of business. Why not? You know? Yeah. yeah it's not a last resort. You know, a lot of people after they've been to the doctor and everything else has fallen apart, they're like, essential oils is my last resort. It's like, at that point, it's hard to do that paradigm shift. If people learn up front, you know, give themselves that 12 hours of education and then practice so they have the confidence. And what I was saying earlier, having been so ill at 37 years old and now I'm, I'm 46 and I feel much, much better, but I'm constantly aware of the health struggles and the environmental struggles that are around us, right? That having the essential oils knowledge as a first line of defense is a really great way to go with it so that if you do need it for something more important or serious, you have confidence in it. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and I look forward to following up with you guys soon. Okay, great. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Al. Hi, folks. Mark Sisson here. And I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a primal health coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching, but have been held back by worries, such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest growing specialty in all of coaching, and we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. We also have payment plans available, so you can start immediately for just a dollar down. The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit PrimalHealthCoach.com and subscribe. <laughs>